0: Hi, I'm Jillian and you are listening to Grow Your Business with Podcasting. This short and sweet weekly podcast will teach you how to brainstorm, create, and successfully launch your podcast so you can grow your business. Podcasting is one of the best ways to introduce your audience to you and what you offer because it's free. If the value you give in your podcast improves their life, imagine what your course or program will do for them. So listen in as I help you get started with podcasting so you can impact more lives. On today's episode, I have Gabby from No Plan B Consulting. I met Gabby a few months ago when she reached out to me to host a workshop for her mastermind about podcasting. While getting to know her, I realized how much value she had and how much she knew what she was talking about, so I actually hired her to help consult in my business. Let me just tell you, when I started with Gabby, I was making $250 a month. That's it. And now in my business, I'm making $2,300 a month just from following all the advice that she gave me. So who is Gabby? Gabby owns two small businesses. She has three degrees and several certifications that allow her to help educate and support women business owners. No plan B was created to leave no entrepreneur behind. Her vision is a future full of women entrepreneurs who collaborate, uplift, and leverage the relationships to make their dreams a reality. So listen in as Gabby tells you how networking has changed her business and helped it grow and how it can help your podcast grow too. Hi, Gabby. How are you? Hi, Jillian. I am doing well. I am doing very well. How are you feeling this morning? I am feeling great. I'm so glad to have you here. So to start off, do you want to tell us who you are and what you do? For
1: sure. For sure. So my name is Gabby B or Gabriella, you know, however you want to call me. It is what it is. I don't mind. Um, G money, G unit is some of the things that I've been called back in the day. I am a a fractional COO and a business strategist and consultant. So I come on with female founders and I help them build their team, build their products, their offers, solidify their pricing, and make sure they have the right people sitting in the right seats to do the right jobs as they build and grow their team and their business. So that's what I do in a nutshell.
0: It's just one tiny nutshell. (laughs) You do so much more. Exactly. (laughs) Yes,
1: exactly. In layman's terms. Yes.
0: So I know you really value networking to grow your business. That's one of the main ways you help people grow their business. So why is networking important?
1: Yes. Okay. So the, one of the main reasons why networking is important to me and to so many others inside my community is because most of us didn't have access to the same networks that others that are wealthier and have generational wealth and I have friends that used to be able to be connected to CEOs and different individuals, and they didn't value that because they always had that. And as I was growing our studio and as I was growing my business, I really took the importance of networking to a whole other level, ensuring that we always knew who we could use for something before we needed them. So I don't enjoy networking just to network. I enjoy strategic networking so that as my business grows, so does my network and it encompasses and holds the same value. Because I think if you don't network as you're growing, you have the same base and you no longer have people that can support you as you're growing. And I don't think that's fair.
0: Exactly. You need support in your business because it can get very lonely being an entrepreneur.
1: Yes, exactly. Recording podcasts, <laughs> right? Like, be like, hello, <laughs> I hear someone else's voice. Yay.
0: <laughs> so how can networking help a podcaster?
1: Yes. Oh my gosh. I can't imagine the ways that it can't help you not only through ensuring that. I think the main thing is though, ensuring that you have a purpose for each person that you network with. So I love networking. Of course, that's strategic and that aligns to goals. So if you have a goal of increasing your listeners or just having really amazing guests on your show, when you network, you should be saying that out loud. You should be sharing those goals with the people that you're networking with and then seeing what kind of opportunities they bring up for you. Because the best networking is a person who already has an idea for you before you even have to finish the sentence of like, hey, John, I know that you have a huge online community. I don't know by any chance if you could feature my podcast this month. And networking in a way where you haven't ask So someone has something they can actually provide value to you with. Uh, there are oftentimes that we network and I'm sure as podcasters, your listeners network and they're, yeah, I have a podcast. Yeah. You don't really share how someone can help you. And then maybe you walk away and you're like, F them, I don't need them. They won't help me. But what if they could, but what if you just asked, and hey, you know what? You seem like you have a lot of value. Would you be able to be on my podcast? The worst thing they're going to say is no. And the best thing that you can do is know that because the worst thing that can happen is you have these huge goals. Like I'd love John to be a, a guest on my podcast. I'd love for him to feature my podcast in his community. And then when you do go to ask him, he ends up saying no. And you have all these grand thoughts and visions that just can't come to life because it wasn't aligned. So I like to like, let's hear no more often. And then know that that's only going to bring us to the yes, to that person who's supposed to be a guest, that person who's supposed to feature you. And that can help align you with sponsorships or amazing guests that you would have never had access to if you stayed alone, right? Like same theory in your little office There's only so much that you can do.
0: Exactly. Yes. And the more you ask, the easier it gets. I know I was scared to ask at first, but it does get easier.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're like, I might be scared all the time, but that's okay. Because now at least I ask, even if I'm scared. I think that's a common misconception is like the fear is going to go away. There are even times where I have questions for people that I almost talk myself out of asking them. For no good reason. I think it's at times when we have to realize like, okay, is this self-sabotage? Like, am I my own worst enemy? Or is this logical thinking? And I think most of the time it's self-sabotage where we're just tearing ourselves down before we can even get a freaking brick on the wall. Like we already got the hammer out to like, no, you're not going to make any progress. It's like, come on, like you can do it. Like you just have to get out of your own way.
0: Like our mind always goes to the worst case scenario before going to what's the best case scenario.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. Like what if you go to that networking event and it's everything that you could have thought it wasn't more, but your mindset walking into it is going to determine the outcome. So if you walk into it thinking, oh my God, no one's going to talk to me. No one's going to give me any respect. No one's going to you know, find me valuable. Don't be afraid that that's what echoes back in your brain because like through, through your um, interactions, because that's literally what you're telling them. Like I got a little podcast, like you probably, this is probably something that they don't know how to do. They don't know how to start one. They don't know how to have one. There are so many people with failed podcasts, with podcasts that are sitting on the back burner that deserve the limelight, but don't, you don't know the example you could set and the inspiration and motivation you could give someone just by sharing about your podcast, you know? Just Share it. Just share it. I know through our conversations, even through coaching and just in general, it it gave me so much insight into, wow, it's really not all that hard to have just a podcast. But the problem is, is that people don't want just a podcast. They want a perfectly clean, perfectly edited piece of work almost from Walt Disney himself that everyone will listen to. And that's not, I don't think that's the, the mindset you should have, you know?
0: Exactly. That's awesome. (laughs) So what is your favorite thing about networking?
1: Yes. Oh my gosh. So of course the relationship, if there's anything that I've really learned in this year of business, specifically 2021 during the heat of the pandemic, the ups and downs is that relationships will bring you more than any Google ad run could. Like that's my, like, I feel like I'm going to coin that statement and put it on t-shirt because the amount of clientele that I've heard. In the past, oh well, I, I want to do a Facebook ad. I want to do, you know, you're pouring money into the hopes that your message lands. It, it's on so many different deliverables, but why not dig deeper into your relationships? Why not pour money into the relationship building aspect of your business? So, I love networking because it has allowed me to create relationships with individuals that give me. I don't ask for anything from these relationships. I just love receiving and giving. So. If they have a referral, that's always amazing. But if they don't have a referral and they just have a question for me, I'm always happy to answer. But it's these level of relationships with individuals that if I had, I would have never met them in my day to day. Like I would have never run into them at a coffee shop and been like, Hey, can you give me a referral? Like I wouldn't have known what they did. I wouldn't have known what they needed help with and networking gave me that opportunity to, to help. And then to also to receive. I think a majority of my business has just come from networking like I'm just networking it up. So my favorite part is the relationships, which in turn just give you so much. They like those relationships that just invest back into you in more ways than monetary.
0: Yes. And with referrals, I'm more likely to hire somebody based on a referral from somebody than seeing a Facebook ad. So (laughs) networking definitely.
1: Yes. I feel like I wish there was a ratio out there. But if I give someone my word that someone is an awesome individual in in that genius and what they do, nine times out of 10, if everything is right, they will get hired. And that's not the same kind of ratio that you're going to get from Google ads or throwing ads into Instagram. And you're, you're just kind of preying on the analytics to work out in your favor instead of meeting and being introduced to 10 individuals and having one, two, three of them say yes to your highest package or your highest service. It's like, to me, it's a no brainer, but I, you know, I I hope more people can understand how much power there is in relationships.
0: And especially, I think we learned yesterday with all of social media going down (laughs) that you can't rely on social media ads to... Help you build
1: exactly. your business. Exactly. Exactly. I think there were reports that right now initial findings are that Mark Zuckerberg lost seven billion and then an, wow. a, an additional 150 million globally, or 150 million or billion. And it's the truth. It is entirely the truth that to me yesterday when Facebook and Instagram were down, it was almost a relief. All of my, you know, conversations with clients just moved to email. And I'm in a few different communities that are on circle, which is where I'm moving my community to, you know, Slack. And it's really showed me that you can't rely on just two places for all of your clients because it's not going to it's not going to work. Like It's going to go away one day. Like things are going to happen. Like be able to have a community that's outside of the internet world and have one that you can meet in person is really, really important. Exactly. Like we just viewed yesterday, which was just one day. It was just a few hours. It wasn't even the full day. You know what I I mean? Just a few (laughs) hours. And it impacted so many things. I was thinking in the back of my head, like how many people were probably going to launch, like how many people are trying to solidify sales, like how many things really were deterred by that downage or whatever you call that service error. And I'm, I'm like, I don't want that to be me. I would not like that to be me, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Which this leads me perfectly into the next question, which what are the best ways to network?
1: Yes. Okay. So I would look at it, you know me, I always like to look at everything from a few different lenses. And I would look at a multifaceted approach to networking that's only based on your goals. I want you to think of networking as the opposite of day drinking. Okay. Like you're not going to do it just because everyone else is doing it. If you're going to network, it's going to be because you have a need or you have an ask and you've already exhausted your current community or your current resources. So did the question was my favorite ways to network. Yes. Was that what the question the was? The best
0: ways. Right. Okay. Your favorite okay, way. They can um, be your favorite ways. The too. best ways.
1: Okay. <laughs> My brain, like, okay. The best ways. So one, I always talk about meetup. I always talk about going on to meetup, finding some local groups. If not finding connections through there that you can message. The second ways are just already online communities that are there that you might not know of. So thinking of the kind of individuals that you want to be around and using Instagram, mainly Instagram, TikTok, to find who those individuals are. Like, who do I need? Who do I be, want to be around? And how can I be around them more? That's the question that I had for myself as I was getting ready to move my community into circle and, and you know build out my online community. And as I was getting ready to just upgrade things in my life and 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 in my business where are other people out there that are doing these same things so i was able to find two communities that are doing those things exactly and now i get to go spend time in there and i get to go spend time around people that are growing and are, and are doing these things so If you have a goal, I would network based off that goal. You want a VA, you want, you know, you really know you'll need help with an OBM in the future. You really know that you're going to want to write a book in the future, right? Like where we have a few connects for you, if you do. And like going to those places, go to the source, like go to the well. Don't just network with a friend and call it networking push yourself out of the box, DM some people on Instagram. Hey, like, could I grab a call with you? Get inside of some high level communities where they're doing what you want to be doing and find out who you can connect with there. That's some of my favorite ways is just go right to the source. If you know you're going to need something in the future. And the second one is use the sources around you that you already know. Like, okay, I already know I can go to meetup or I already know that, Hey, maybe I can ask Gabby and she knows a few different communities that I might be able to join. Or there's probably like, there's probably a plethora of opportunities around you that you're just not digging into. So get your goal together, get a networking call together and see how it goes from there. Like see who you're supposed to introduce yourself from there.
0: So how do we first reach out to those people? What if you just feel really awkward and you have no clue what to say? Like, how do you start the conversation?
1: This is the key thing to know. And I think we can all relate to something maybe that our parents told us when we were growing up, when we saw an ant or we saw an insect and you're like, oh my God, it's a spider. And your parents are like, it's more afraid of you than you are afraid of it. So if you have this aversion or this issue and confidence issue, self esteem issue surrounding introducing yourself to others, I would one get into some group networking events first where someone can kind of hand hold you through it, can kind of make the introductions on your behalf. That's what I really try to do in a lot of the networking events that I do. Like, I like to try to hold your hand through it and make initial introductions so that you feel like you came to a networking event with a friend instead of feeling like you came alone. So if you can get them more into a group, if you know someone who can make that personal um, professional introduction for you, that's always best. So one, if you're feeling awkward, see if you have a mutual, see if you have someone that can introduce you to them via email, via DM, whatever it might be. And two, Is realize that what's going to happen if I don't meet them? What possibilities could they open up for me that I am not allowing myself to receive because I don't feel that I'm worthy? That's something you should probably work on first is what is it about me that I think that they shouldn't, they shouldn't or wouldn't want to talk to me? Why? Like, why wouldn't, like, why don't you have value? Like, why don't you have something that would be absolutely amazing and they would be so lucky to be able to be in your presence? Why not? Why can't you have a conversation with Tony Robbins or Oprah? And why wouldn't they be able to find something inspiring about you? Like we're all humans. Like we all eat the same. We all sleep the same. And you know what all the, some of the other scenarios are, we all do the same things. Some of us just have better routines and habits, but at the t- at the end of the day, we are all the same. We're all equal. So if you're feeling awkward realize that it's probably a sign of something that's going on internally or a past story that you have about yourself, that it's time for you to shed because no, you're not awkward. Or if you are dive all the way into it, say that on the voice memo. Oh my gosh. I know this must sound so weird. That's what I did all the time in the beginning. When I first started my mastermind, I was kind of prepping for who I wanted to be speakers and stuff in there last year. And I was in random people's DMs like, Hey, it's going to sound so weird, but would you ever want to network with me? Like, I just would love to like, talk with you about things. And there's some people who are like, that's not weird at all. I would love to talk to you. Like that's everything. And then there are people who won't respond to you. Don't take any of it personally. Like if you're feeling awkward, either address where it's coming from or dive all the way deep and embrace it and realize that it's probably not going to go away because it's probably just a part of life. Like we're all awkward people around here. We are all awkward. Like we are all weird. That's what makes us unique. Either dive into it or just address it and unpack the story you got going on in that head of yours, you know?
0: Yes. I love when people do that when they reach out and they just like come out with all their awkwardness. It's just so much more relatable and makes me want to talk to them more.
1: Exactly. Like this perfect polished image is not what everyone wants to see. And I, I say not what everyone, because I will be honest. And I have come across people who do want a perfect polished image of you. And that alerts you to let you know, Hey, wait, I don't think we have the same values. If you need me to look perfect every single day and you need my Instagram to look perfect. That's simply not me. And I don't think we you know what I mean? Like, I don't think you're going to like a lot of the stuff that I say then, because it's based off of being imperfect and just diving into all of your imperfectness because it's all perfect at the end of the day. Whoops. Surprise. But it is the truth. Like you're saying, go ahead and do that awkward voice memo. The worst thing that they're going to do is not respond. And that's okay. That doesn't mean they don't like you. That doesn't mean that you're weird or you're icky or they don't want to be your friend just means that, hey, maybe it wasn't aligned at that point in time. And it's probably does you better good than it does you, than it hurts, you know?
0: Yes, exactly. I remember being on a call with you and you made me voice memo somebody I had been wanting to, and it was so awkward, but she came back to me and was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to talk to you.
1: Exactly. Like you are someone that someone else is looking up to. Like you are, you can't escape it. Like you are a finished product of what someone else is dying to do. So you feeling like you need to be anything more than who you are is like a slap in the face to yourself because you've worked so hard to get here. So now you're telling yourself that you need to be more. Like they, um, are you serious? Like, you're just not happy with where you are currently. Just say that then, like, mm-hmm. just, just be upfront. Like growth is growth and sorry, it's going to take a long time. And that's fine. Cause guess what? It took a long time for other people too. And that's okay.
0: Yes. It doesn't happen overnight. It'd be nice.
1: <laughs> not like the freebies tell you. Okay. Yes, I
0: know. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> So what has networking done for your business?
1: How has it grown your business? Oh my gosh. I was talking with a friend yesterday who I worked with in the beginning of my business, which my business hasn't been open for decades and decades. It's been open for over a year and a half. And the amount of growth that I realize that I have had in this year and a half But more importantly, the person that I have become. I was getting emotional in the car the other day. Like, I'm literally not well because I talk to myself in the car and I have conversations with myself. And I was like, wow, I can't believe how far I've come. But all of that is thanks to networking and thanks to people that other people threw my way that said yes to my higher prices. I used to charge. I to work with me in 2020 in March, April, May of 2020 to work with me four times a month for like 90 minute calls was like 75 dollars. Okay, oh my gosh, <laughs> there's a reason why I have stances on pricing and all that because I've worked through it myself. I'm I didn't take a course, get a certification, and just I'm um, now now I'm going to teach you. I like not only with my background in accounting and economics and small business, but I was there too. Like that wasn't all that long ago that, I charge nothing for my services because I didn't, and I wasn't pitching the right people. And it's still an ever changing process, but with networking, it allows me to try it out on new people. And even now I'm really excited about the networking that I'm starting to do now because it's really some high level networking with individuals that are already opening doors for my clients. I just, I joined a group, Hey Mama Co just for an example, a real life example, this isn't like a, a fake example. So I joined Hey Mama Co, And if you know me anywhere that I can, I am throwing my clients' names down, past clients' names down, anyone that I know. And someone was like, Hey, I'm looking for a social media manager. Like I'm some, looking for someone to help me with social media. So I commented on it, a few of my clients' and friends' names. And one of my clients was seen by someone else. A random person looked at that post, saw one of my clients, now booked Uh, you know, a high, a high three figure deal with her. And then that same day referred someone else to her. That's going to push her into just off of these two contracts already making easily four figures on top of the other contracts that she already has. So it's things like that where it's like, what has networking done? It's literally solidified my business and allowed me to practice my pitch over and over and over again. And then meet people who are like, I think you do more. Like, I think that, I think that you do more than you say you're doing. Like, I think that this is what your name is. Like, I think that this is what you do, but it's not until I networked with those high level people because I didn't know, like I didn't know what I didn't know. And now I know, and now I'm going to go network with that and see what deals I can land there and see what opportunities I can open there. But if I didn't network, I would probably still be in the same place as I was last year, which wasn't fun. It really, really wasn't fun having people say no to you when you were $75 a month for four one-on-one sessions. That doesn't feel good. Like It actually feels really horrible. And I had to completely detach myself from whatever results I'm going to get and just know that I am worthy and I'm, I'm excited to where network's going to bring me. If it's brought me this far, I'm excited to see where it will bring me in another year, another year and a half.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're so in our business that sometimes we can't see outside of it. So we need that outside viewpoint to help us.
1: Exactly. And for the longest time, I never was around any business coaches. So it was easy for me to call myself a business coach because based on what I've seen, that was what I was doing. And it wasn't until I, that I was started to surround myself with people that were consultants and strategists and fractional COOs that I said, well, I'm not doing what business coaches do. I'm helping these individuals build their business legitimately with them together, creating strategies and that's not what a business coach does. Like I need to call myself what I truly am. And I had started to really det- detach myself from the name of business coach. I would introduce myself to people and I would always say that I'm a business consultant and a strategist because it's simply what it, what I do. I provide strategy. I provide planning and execution and implementation and a doors, doors that I want to open in the future wouldn't have been opened if I wasn't calling myself the right thing. It's just as simple as that. Like, I wouldn't have had some of the opportunities that I'll be having if I continue to call myself something that I'm not, because it wouldn't have made sense. They wouldn't have wanted to hire me
0: because that's not what they needed. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you were able to get that support and Thank that you. new outlook. So yeah. tell us how we can connect with you. How can my listeners connect more with you? And you have some fun stuff in the works, which I'm super excited yes. about.
1: Yes, yes. Okay, so I'm currently finishing building out the Next Generation Network, which is going to be hosted on Circle. I value networking so much and I value community so much that this is just the perfect integration of community and networking offers making sure that we're productive, making sure that we're staying in our genius and on task, hiring when we need to hire, firing when we need to fire. So that community is going to be launching at the tail end of this month. And I also have, you know, I always aim to do one or two open public facing workshops a month. I used to do that in the past. So I'll be implementing that again now. And you can find me at no plan B I just moved over from coaching to consulting. And on Instagram, of course, at nobly, nobly. Oh my gosh, no plan B consulting. And yeah, I always aim to. If you're in the New Jersey and the tri-state area, I have networking events that I do or co-host on at least once a month. Um, sometimes once every two months, but it's emphasized. My office is always open if every if anyone ever wants to come for a visit. But yeah, those are the ways that you can reach out to me. I'm always available. I love answering DMs. I love answering emails. I love just answering any questions that I can. Any way that I can be of value is just my favorite kind of thing.
0: And I love you. You are amazing. And I'm gonna get to New Jersey. Yeah. I'm gonna get to New Jersey. It's only three hours from me. I'm gonna get there.
1: (laughs) Can you please like I have a big, I have a networking event that I'm co-hosting with a large uh company over here but it's gonna be on November 6th so I don't know if you're open on November 6th but I will send you an invite if you are
0: yes send me one I will okay
1: you're like I will check my calendar (laughs) I know it's pretty soon um but it's very it's just it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be awesome I would love to have you here in New Jersey Whenever I can. And the same thing goes for you. Like, let me know whenever your next networking event is. Maybe I can go and like make a little day of it. Oh,
0: yes. Awesome. I'll get to three hours yes. there, three hours here. I uh, know. Not too bad. Same thing, right? Not too <laughs> yes. bad at all. Exactly. No. Well, thank you for being on the podcast today. It was of amazing course. talking to you.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. I am honored.
0: Thanks so much for listening in today. If you have been thinking of starting your own podcast, then come connect with me over on Instagram at Jillian underscore Grover and let's start a conversation. You can always find the links and resources mentioned in this episode over at JillianGrover.com. I hope you learned a lot from this podcast and I will talk to you next time.